0: Hello everyone and welcome to It's Your Season Dot Life, where we are discovering and living life at any age. I'm Lisa Boson and I'm here to introduce you to people like you and me who have rediscovered themselves, stretched their abilities, and to me, kept their light under a bushel basket. I hear their stories and think, wow, that is so cool. These are ordinary people doing the extraordinary. So what are we doing? Well, you know how you'd love to hear your peers succeed, get inspired by those who just try? That's us. That's ItYourSeason.Life. Don't forget to follow us on our website, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm there sharing weekly updates and, of course, what's in season, be it people, food, feelings, and nature. So let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of It's Your Season.live. I am so excited for our guest today, Suzette Cotto. She is just a wonderful individual. I've known her about 10 years, I think. It might even be longer than that. Um, She is a social and interactive digital media guru. She really is. She has just expanded what she has to offer, and she's going to tell us more about that today. But to get us started, Suzette and her team work with companies and sales professionals to develop creative, sustainable knowledge of social media platforms for business development, marketing, networking, prospecting, and lead generation. She has over 20 years experience. Experience working with internet technology as well as creative design, bringing customers the best of both worlds. So I will tell you, It's Your Season Life owes its debt of gratitude to Suzette because she is the one that made this happen. So, uh, just extra special thanks to her that I'm even here doing this today under this new branding of It's Your Season Life. She's a seasoned marketing professional. Experienced in developing local, national, international business markets for brands. She fine-tunes marketing efforts for organizations on topics relative to outreach, relationship marketing, and business development. She gives companies a digital toolbox. Yes, she does that because she did that for me. That utilizes all facets of marketing from strategy and branding to full ad campaigns. She's passionate about creating amazing customer journeys and works hard to find ways to educate, inform, and delight prospects in ways that build trust and life long client relationships. Yeah, here I am. I hope I'm lifelong with <laughs> Suzette here. So welcome Suzette. Thanks for joining hey. me today.
1: I'm so happy to be here. I was like, did I write that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. It did. It's just so
1: yeah, that's what I want to do is 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 shine a light on you and shine a light on on your dream on your company everyone at some point in their life entertains the idea of being an entrepreneur and um, I just think it's a blessing to be able to to help uh, small businesses especially get their footing when it comes to digital marketing and and the world of digital because it is rough out there I will say
0: Oh. Well, we want to know how rough it is and how you can help us for sure. And I know you have direct experience with really being a startup, um, over a certain age category, but before we get there, we want to know how you got here. So I'm just going to open it up and let you go with it and tell us how you got
1: here. Well, I think everybody has a story, right? And mine is pretty diverse. Um, I was born in Brooklyn, New York and, uh, migrated to Texas in the 1970s uh, late 70s and um, it was a different culture here so uh, you know I went to school with people who were worked for oil and gas uh, their parents worked for oil and gas companies and they lived in ginormous houses and I just thought I was in Beverly Hills or something. And all of those kids went to college. I mean, they just, they didn't, it wasn't a choice that they made. It was an expectation for them. So that was, you know, I had always thought about, well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go to college, but I never was like, you know, my parents are working class and my mom did get an associate's degree, but, um, you know, education was never like really pushed hard on us as we were growing up. So. So I graduated high school and went on to uh, Texas A and M and another college and another college and another college and and then uh, took a job. And back when I was in school, there were there were no uh, virtual classrooms. Either you had a car and you could drive to the school, or you didn't go. So part of the problem for my generation of of uh, college age people was did you have the means to do it and and were you able to to do it physically so those were two little hurdles they were pretty big hurdles back then um and i got to the hurdle of i have a child and i you know i can't do it anymore so i i stopped going to school for a very long time and um and then uh just in 2017 decided i'm gonna finish my degree and so i decided to go back to school and i will be graduating in december um with an interdisciplinary studies degree but it is going to be the piece of paper that i started 30 years ago and i just you know that was that was my dream and uh so once that that was achieved um it it made me feel like um maybe a little more validated i always felt pretty confident as a business person but um i went to work uh, early on when the internet had just begun to be uh, developed and uh, came in at the ground floor of internet technology and building physically building internet uh, circuitry and lines and engineering uh, fiber rings in in cities all over the country and in Mexico and Canada. So I've had a a really interesting ride when it comes to business. So that's, you know, I got the technology piece down. And um, so here I am today talking to Lisa. Lisa wants to know more. I do want to know <laughs> so because... What more can I tell you, Lisa?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's such a natural progression from, I guess, and I'm not a technical person. That's why we have people like you in our universe to help us with that. Um, so it's good. But that all sounds kind of like the hardware kind of stuff. But now yeah, you're like was. into the, now you're kind of like into the whole next, you know, 4.0 mm-hmm. of it. So kind of tell us about that transition. Um, kind of how did you kind of make that little pivot or, or expansion into the technology world?
1: Well, I I learned how to to build websites when HTML coding was the only way you could do it. Oh, my. And <laughs> I, w- I became absolutely fascinated with the fact that the Internet could do this, this, and this. And um, so I got really interested in, in the creative side of marketing, which... When I started my degree 30 years ago, it was a marketing degree. And back then it was sales, advertising, um, maybe being a buyer for, for a, uh, a clothing store or something. But there weren't a lot of roles for marketing people. So um, I even had a boss of mine uh, say, oh, you have a shopping degree. So it's like it wasn't taken seriously as as a thing. And now it is the thing that people want the most is to know somebody that has, uh, you know, knowledge of the inter- intricacies of internet technology and how to make the technology piece creative so that it appeals to people. We never want to take people out of the equation. There, There's always going to be someone trying, but I'm a... I'm a non-believer in taking <laughs> people out of the equation. So, um, but I think it's important to um, think of marketing as relationship building at, uh, as opposed to selling something to someone. Uh-huh. And that's how I go about um, working with my clients is from the minute we decide to work together, um, I'm your business partner. and. And I want to know everything about your business and I want to know, you know, why you, why you're doing what you're doing and, you know, what, what made you decide to do this? And, and it helps inspire me to, uh, you know, get inside their head and, 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 you know, tell their story authentically. So that's, that's been a passion for me.
0: That is a great story, and and I learned something about you. I didn't realize you were you you, you started with HTML, and I think of uh, of what's offered to girls now these coding camps. I don't know if you yes. can do them right now, but really, what an opener that is uh, yes. in learning how to code. That is
1: that's I did it. <laughs> uh,
0: you did it. I, I and I, I I just appreciate you that much more. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, you know, your marketing. But, uh, starting a, mar- a business degree with it was focusing on marketing and what a nice blend that is of understanding the relationship, the kind of advertising. This probably is not the word, so I'm just gonna forgive me on advertising psychology. But you know, understanding the human aspect, I guess, is right. is um, uh, what you're you're speaking about.
1: I uh, think that that's the most um, that's the big draw for me is if I don't have an engaged customer, then I don't enjoy working with them because I really can't tell their story well if, if they're not going to tell it to me. So so that's how I approach it.
0: So kind of this is not on our question list, but it came up. So what is your what does your kind of ideal customer look like? What is, what, what's the expectation? A little bit more on that. That sounds very interesting. So make sure there's a good positive interaction between the two of you.
1: Well, I like to work with, um, startups, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, but people that really have, they've done their, their homework, they've done their business plan. Um, you know, they've, they've got, uh, done the costing and the budgeting and the, you know, they've got that whole thing done when they come to me. Um, because a lot of times I find that when they come to me, they're still in the development phase. So if you've ever seen the show Shark Tank, uh-huh. I feel like I'm a shark. <laughs> and people are pitching their companies to me um, to work uh-huh. with me. And, and sometimes I have to say, you're not ready for me uh-huh. um, because okay. you haven't done this, this, and this yet. Um, there's a lot of people that have great ideas, but they don't know if that idea is worth anything. And, you know, if I'm not out looking for someone to invest in my company, however, if you you do want to buy it, (laughs) give me my number at the end of the call. But, um, you know, a lot of people just have these, uh, they're, they're not developed visions of what it takes to run a company. And it can kill you really quickly and i see people you know especially during this time uh when we have a lot of people who have lost their jobs they have a 401k or they have some kind of retirement money sitting there and they're like wow i think i'll cash that in and start a company and you know you've worked really hard to put that nest egg together and the last thing I want to do is be the person that burns that up for you in six months, and it it happens, mm-hmm. and I, that's the devastation to me. One in five companies fail in the first year. One that in is
0: five. A One in daunting
1: five. statistic.
2: Mhm.
1: Out of 28 million small businesses, and there's a, a governmental. Uh, Thing that says, you know, what a, what, what is, you know, the, a small business is, uh, revenue wise and how many employees they have and things like that. But, you know, me it's solopreneur, somebody that maybe has been in business a year to three years and, you know, they haven't quite hit the million dollar mark yet. You know, even, even those companies that are just getting started without really having any sales, um. You know, I still see people who have the right recipe, and then I see people who don't have the right recipe. So, you know, it it is it's it's a total package of planning in the beginning. And if you don't do that part, you're going to lose very quickly. And that's the most heartbreaking thing to me is to see people get devastated. It's devastating to me now to drive around my little town here in Texas and see all these closed businesses. And it's not for their, you know, because they didn't see it coming. They didn't see it coming. It was COVID, you know. Mm-hmm. But just think about those people who before that even didn't take the time to, um, you know, do their homework and, and create a, a, a sustainable business. That's the word i was looking for.
0: Mm, Okay, and speaking of sustainable businesses, tell us. um, So you started your business at at forty-five or ish. I don't know. (laughs) Fifty. I
1: I couldn't remember. At fifty. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: Tell us about that.
1: So one thing about working in technology is it's super volatile and. One thing about working for companies that are um, funded by venture capital and investors is that when the investors see that they're not making any money, they take their money back, and you don't have a job anymore. So that happened to me three times, <laughs> and okay. I kept saying, you know, why do these gorgeous, you know, the furnishings, the artwork, the, you know, the people working there, why all of a sudden are they broke? and it was because they they weren't they didn't have a plan to to be sustainable and um, you know it it took that um, realization for me to say you know what i don't want to go to work for someone again i'm i'm going to start a company myself i have made millions for other companies
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but i see where they're maybe you know, they get too excited and and they look out. You know, I have did not start my company in debt. I started my company on a tax return. You know that I had and um, you know I never have gone to the bank for financing. Um, what a great maybe put, story! Yeah, uh-huh. I have never charged anything. Um, you know, long term uh, debt for my company. I have none. I have zero. I have zero debt for my company and I can walk away from it tomorrow, except for the fact that I, you know, I now have seven employees and, you know, that would take some thinking on my part, you know, but, um, but anyway, I, I think that my dream was to be that person that, that helped the dreamer, you know, get to where they want to be. And I do a lot of speaking gigs Mm -hmm. for free. Mm -hmm. Um, where i go and i i give out um, valuable information on why you need to know you know and what you need to know in order to be sustainable so it's not about your product it's not about who's going to buy it well it is about who's going to buy it but it's about more about who you are as a person what you're willing to do to get your to get your your business going and and the sacrifices that you're willing to make to do that and going to look for a loan or or someone to invest in your company is Mm -hmm. is very very taxing so i think anybody that starts a business should be able to do it with their own capital Mm -hmm. uh, unless they have you know unless they're uh, (laughs) somebody with a a patent that, you know, mm-hmm. has no competition, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, it, it's, it's a very, um, uh, interesting tightrope walk, um, being in business.
0: That is, I'm, I'm sitting with my mouth open in awe, honestly, <laughs> Suzanne. <laughs> I need to get on the phone with you more often, Aww. obviously, but, uh, and, and I'm just sitting here looking at your... It's not a one-pager. It's a four-pager of all, everything that you're offering now, which is just really, really impressive. Um, so kind of a building on that idea, and because I think you're also sending out some webinars right now in this time of of COVID, of of trying to get the information out there and people who might be interested in either yes, expanding I'm, or, or, uh, build, starting a business during this time. Mm-hmm. Tell so us about
1: that. I have a, um, a new part of my business. I decided that, you know, uh, getting information out there and, and teaching people is more important than anything that I could do. Um, for, you know, I'd rather, uh, You know, the new uh, marketing funnel is upside down. So we're one to many instead of many to one. It used to be casting a wide net to find that one, you know, that one fish that was going to buy from you. But with the power of social media, the power of the Internet and um, the power of the tools that we have to do business on the Internet, I've decided to create a company called Launch, Launch with Innovate and we're going to be giving that information or teaching that information to people who want to start businesses so it's basically from the point that you're ready to launch your business you've got all your ducks in a row you've got your financing or your capital or you know what you're doing and you're ready to to get that business launched and on the internet so um, and you have together. your business
0: plan moving into this right right
1: exactly <laughs> that, come to me with your business plan and i'm gonna look at
0: it <laughs> <laughs> I, I i do think it's important i mean i know i've completed several and and i get about 90 percent done and then i'm like oh this is just this so, is so painful daunting. it is it is very daunting but mm-hmm. you're right if you really can't articulate those things you really can't move to using uh, innovate social media right yeah. um so what, what are some of the biggest changes that you're seeing that, 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 uh, people need to know in regards to business and social media and so forth?
1: I am seeing a lot of people who have retired, who are coming out of retirement
2: mm-hmm. and wanting
1: to start a business.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think, I think that's marvelous. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had partnered with a business about a year ago and helped them get launched um, with a website and, and some digital marketing and things. But they were um, they were uh, engineers who created handheld mobile devices for the oil and gas industry. Mm -hmm. And they retired, you know, they sold their company and they retired and they were, you know, going and playing golf and got bored. So they decided that they saw other opportunities they wanted to uh, get in on and decided in their 70s to start a company. And all of them were at least 70. And these guys were something else. They they really, they, they had a hard time in the beginning. And sometimes part of what I do is education over, you know, I'm not going to do something unless I know it's going to benefit you. So, you know, you might be pushing me to do something because it's in in your comfort zone, but I'm going to tell you, I know that that doesn't work anymore and that you're going to have to do it this way. And you have to learn new things in order to be relatable and in order to be competitive. So part of that um, relationship with those, those guys was, you know, kind of teaching them what they needed to know to, to be in business again. I just had a call from one of them today and he was just like, Hey, how do I get into my Facebook (laughs) account? And I said, okay, Bill, I'll help you. I'll help you. No problem. And, and, uh, but it was great, you know, to see that they were still alive and I'm still alive and, you know, everyone's happy. And, and even though we're, our, our world is in in a chaotic state um, it It shouldn't be the only thing that we we can think about. We still have to eat we still have to put uh, a roof over our children's heads or mm-hmm. we still have to take care of our parents we We still have work to do
0: we still have work
1: to so do I'm here to help facilitate that oh.
0: Well, I know you helped me for sure, many times actually. Um, that's actually how we met. Lisa. You always
1: <laughs> have great ideas, though. I'm just like, I want to be Lisa. I
0: want to
2: be. Suzanne. <laughs> well,
0: I, I just, uh, I'm just auto on some. Uh, when I think about the people that, the talent that is surrounding me with, with this. Um, and and I know you and I, you know, we were chatting before we started this interview where we had met was at the big social media conference
2: mm-hmm. ten
0: or twelve years ago, maybe in Houston, yeah. and it was at, it was fledgling. It was. Uh, you know, constant contact, a little bit about... just It was just a smattering of everything, but we met, and again, I was like, I want to keep her in yeah. my universe, keep her in my universe. <laughs> um, so, thinking... And about- I was
1: just trying to learn at that point in time, so I volunteered pretty much to work the conference so that I could be close to those people and learn what they knew. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I got started, was I volunteered... <laughs> And pick me, coach. Pick me, you know. It but was, uh, it was amazing. It, I was the deer in headlights that day, but yeah, I'm glad you didn't notice and came and said hi to me.
0: Oh, not at all. I, I didn't pick. I was the one with the deer in the headlights. I just want to read off all the things to our listeners of what you have to offer. And this is probably just a snippet but she does copywriting website maintenance design landing pages graphic design email list building and data management email campaigns and automation seo strategy and implementation seo is huge and i don't still don't have it 100% down even with Yoast, campaign analytics, brand strategy and development, branded social media, media channel growth and management, corporate training, corporate event promotion, management, live streaming, video conferencing, webinar, podcast, broadcast, and yeah. podcasting. <gasps> Let yeah. me take a breath. That is just, that's a far cry from just doing, learning email marketing in the well, days it, of yore.
1: It's about, it, I look at it as like, like conducting an orchestra. Mm -hmm. and having everything fine-tuned and in my opinion i can't conduct the orchestra unless i know how to play the the instrument so Mm -hmm. i i i'm not gonna say i'm an expert at everything on that list but Mm -hmm. i have i have spent many many hours of Mm self-study and Mm uh um you know buying every book i could find and, and now they're Audible books but you know back when I got started it was still books <laughs> and yeah you know yeah. just just something really wonderful happened and it, it stuck and I'm um, you know people are realizing that they need to have these skills in their wheelhouse mm-hmm. in order to be successful so mm-hmm. at a time when the rest of the world is is maybe struggling a little bit. My business is kind of exploding because everyone realized that they've got to get caught up and get online,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or they're gonna get in line. So. <laughs>
0: Very true. I mean, I'm thinking about small businesses who are just busy trying to produce and sell their product, and then there's all these other Mm -hmm. elements of ad campaigns and social media marketing, email marketing, event marketing, mobile marketing, online offerings, Mm -hmm. all of this other that is so important to a business's success that, that you have to offer. So, you know, I'm just... I'm just quite in awe of all of this. Oh. What would you say, I have several more questions. So one is, the first one is kind of what is, is there one most important social media tip, especially when we look at this return on influence, this ROI? Um, is, is there a most important social media tip or am I totally making that up?
1: No, there, there's, uh, let me think for a second, because this is a really important question. So I think that um, I think that personal branding is the most important thing you can do because you can't launch a brand unless you know who you are. so um, you've got to get you know you've got to get your online uh, persona just home before you you know put your company out there. Um, You've got to know. You've got to walk the walk. You've got to know your elevator pitch. You've got to look, look the part. You've got to be confident. Um, you have to have some kind of credibility, either with a, a, a college degree or a you know. Everybody not not everybody needs a college degree, but you know something that validates why you sh- why that person should even listen to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you know if if your image online is not good or you don't have one you know i i've got to be able to look you up online the first thing i do when i engage with a customer is i go to linkedin and i look for a profile and then i decide what is that person ready to do. And if there's if there's a LinkedIn pro I found a LinkedIn profile today of somebody who had a, a profile with no picture and just their name. And I thought that person is gonna get in line because they they don't know what they're doing. They're they're not there there's no I've gotta have a relationship with somebody that Represents that brand, and if it's not you, then it's who it's going to be somebody else. But you've got to put your best foot forward online, and uh-huh. you know even I can go through my LinkedIn profile now and and spiff it up a little bit. But um, LinkedIn is is of course a business to uh, business place where business owners. Have a place to have conversations and to hire people and, you know, to present uh, business services and products to other businesses. Um, You know, uh, Facebook is is also a place where businesses can go and build a brand and an online reputation. But even Facebook requires you to have a personal account in order to start a business page. Mm -hmm. You have to have something. So, think about it. Think about what what does your picture look like? Did you take a, a duck selfie in a car and put it up as your LinkedIn profile? I mean, really,
2: mm-hmm. think
1: about it. Mm-hmm. Have some headshots done. Spend 50 bucks and go get some headshots done. Or, you know, have if you're not a good writer, then have someone help you write your profile. Do due diligence before you put yourself out there as a company. That's my, my number one advice.
0: So having a findable, really great first impression that really exemplifies your mm-hmm. personal brand exactly. is, 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 is number one, number one. <laughs> oh, excellent. And, and I, okay. I believe
1: in, tra- mm-hmm. I believe in transparency, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a limit to, you know, being authentic and transparent and,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, rolling out of bed at six. And I had a person who was a real estate agent who wanted to start a coaching business, and, you know, she had a great um, vibe about her, but um, I saw several videos that she did in the morning, like, as she was getting up, and, you know, talking about things that were on her mind or whatever, but it, it just didn't look credible and professional, so, you know, really think about what you're doing before you put it out there. That's, that's, that's all I can say.
0: That's like one B, one A and one B. They're so, you don't even want to give it exactly. one and two. They're one A and one B. Yeah. So I want to pivot just a little bit and talk about one of your biggest projects, which is pioneers and skirts. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us, tell us that. Tell us about that.
1: Well, because I'm a, a person in, in, my age group of my after 50 uh, I experienced in my life um, you know being in in a professional world and what that looks like for um, a female gendered person and uh, sometimes it wasn't so easy Um, I, I, I got lucky I think I don't know if it was luck or just the fact that I never I never um, really pushed back or, you know, was afraid to do anything. So people that, that wanted, didn't know what to do would give me stuff to do, and I'd go, okay, I'll do that, you know. But I, that wasn't the gender part of it. The gender part of it was me watching my mom, who had a degree and was working on Fifth Avenue as, a, as an interior designer. She went to school with Calvin Klein. Um, she met my dad, the building super got pregnant and ended up having me and then gave up her career. And my whole life I spent hearing her saying, I cannot wait until your youngest brother hits kindergarten so I can go back to work. And I heard that constantly. She just wanted to go back to work so bad. And she did it. I mean, she was gone when my youngest brother was in kindergarten. She went back to work. And I thought, okay, so as a woman, you have to decide at an early age whether you want to have a career or have a family. You couldn't have both. Um, It just didn't work like that. But anyway, long, long, you know, time passes. And, you know, I grew up through the the feminist generation and, you know, watched all that evolving through history. And in 2015, I met a um, mom and a daughter who were making a documentary and uh, that called Pioneers in Skirts. And their their documentary was about um, Ashley, who was the director, award-winning film director in Hollywood, uh, comes out of college and cannot find a job as a director. She had peers, uh, male peers who were in school with her that didn't win the Directors Guild Award um, finding work and she she could not. Um, So she and her mom went on this journey um, just from uh, where they lived in in, uh, North Carolina, Uh, they they went to the ABWA and, and did a historical kind of mini documentary on that organization, the American Businesswomen's Association. And it sparked in them the, the wanting to know more. So they took their uh, story on a journey and they followed um, some girls who were in uh, junior high school and their choices that they made uh, while they were in school, you know, what what subjects do I want to study and what things do I want to do? And they got involved in a female robotics club and um, Ashley and Leanne, the director and producer, followed them and followed their story and they interviewed women CEOs and women in positions of power all over the United States who um, had non-traditional jobs like Heidi V. Brown, who was a three-star general in charge of our nuclear defense? I mean, did you ever know that they, we had a three-star general and woman in charge of our nuclear defense at some point in time? I I, I did not.
0: I did not. I'm um, totally embarrassed. No. <laughs> That <laughs> actually like, gives wow. me a sense of, sense of confidence. That makes me feel better.
1: Wow! And then uh, interviewing um, Lucy Sanders, who was the uh, co-founder of NC Witt, um, uh the National Council for Women in Technology, and uh, Brad Feld, who was a venture capitalist. He and Lucy founded this organization. And he hires Sarah Bird, who's one of the first female CEOs of a tech company. So, you know, it was kind of like a very interesting storyline. And still in the background are these girls in the robotics and their decisions they make and how they get places. And it, it's a great film. And anybody that wants to know from the standpoint of when do you have the conversation as early as possible? that's, that's what I say. Mm-hmm. So right now they're, they're, um, doing, um, a virtual tour, um, of, of, uh, museums and, uh, different, uh, educational organizations. Um, I actually have gotten them a couple of gigs. They did, um, uh, one with uh, MIT. They did one with uh, the University of Houston downtown. I mean, all of these organizations have uh, diversity and inclusion pieces, in them, and they're they're gravitating towards the film because it tells that story so so well. So, it's not really about just with the struggle of women. It's really expanded, especially in 2020. It's expanded to Diversity and inclusion of Mm -hmm. all peoples who are working and opportunity for everyone.
0: So how might our listeners view Pioneers in Skirts?
1: They could go to PioneersInSkirts.com and at the very bottom of the homepage is a way for them to, to actually view it at home. So it's very low cost. It's the same cost you would pay if you would go to see a movie in the theater. Mm -hmm. and um, it it is more than worth it. It's a great conversation starter for any organization who maybe is a women's organization or a diversity and inclusion organization or minority organization. Just really encouraging to see their story and how they documented in a very positive way. It wasn't, you know, why why are we at a disadvantage? It's Let's have a conversation and discover what we can about, you know, what, what it would take to make the, the playing field more level. So it's a super positive conversation. The movie is charming and lovely and um, very, very entertaining. Uh, Norman Lear's in it. Um, and that's all I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> well, I know you play a large role in, in the marketing and so forth of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, we tell us about that. You thought, what was your role? I think if, if I'm correct, that was all about. Kind of I'm marketing. actually on the it?
1: advisory. Okay. I'm an advisory board member now. And, okay. um, so we're actually doing outreach to diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. um, entities in corporations um my my team at innovate social media Mm -hmm. and we're doing it um you know just as part of our um contribution to Mm -hmm. not just talking about it but Mm -hmm. doing something about it so everyone on my team is participating in the outreach process and having that conversation and pointing people to the online assets that Pioneers has that you can look at. And there's a whole page of resources. It, it's amazing. So please visit Pioneers and absolutely. Um, Yes,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So kind of as we wrap wrap this up, what 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 kind of final thoughts do you want your audience to know, um, or maybe something we've left out that you want to be sure we include in this interview?
1: Um. You know, I think that our, our audience is an audience of dreamers, right? You're a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. Um, you have done things in your life that I wished I had done and vice versa. You know, I think it's important to, you know, go to your online assets like, um, you know, where your Facebook page is or whatever and connect with others who have, the same goals that you have and and it's really empowering to find those people and and because of online um if you don't know how to use online resources you know talk to a, a niece or talk to a grandchild or talk to your son or daughter and you know have a session and you know get to know how to use your online tools because it really will open doors for you not just in a professional way but personally and and you can find things that you're passionate about at any age and as long as you know how to find them on the internet then you know the the sky's the limit so don't be afraid of the internet. It's your friend. It
0: is your friend. <laughs> That's how we learn. So there's two exactly. things. Two things I'd like for you to share. One is, if um, just a reminder on if people want to get involved with the launch with Innovate, and then how to find you as well, and how to stay connected with you.
1: Okay. So um, you can find me. Um, at Suzette at Innovate Social Media.com. And yes, that's my real email address. Um, if you're interested in starting a business, if you're interested in knowing more about pioneers and skirts, if there's something that I can help you with, um, if you're making a decision, um, I can point you in a right direction or give you a resource that you can follow um, that will help you get started with the project that you're interested in pursuing. But um, you know, you can visit my uh, website, InnovateSocialMedia.com dot com, and uh, you know, reach out to me. I'm ha- all my uh, social media is on there. I live on my client's social media, but I do time fr- uh, from time to time flip onto my own social media <laughs> and uh, engage with people. So I really enjoy um, just knowing people and really the storytelling pieces of, you know, what makes people uh, do what they do. So um, I am gonna launch launch (laughs) uh, sometime in November. So it'll be launch with innovate and that's the actual URL for the website. So it's launch with innovate. And um, yeah, connect with me. Um, have a lot of uh, connections on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, you can find my company on Facebook or find me at Suzette Cotto on Facebook. And I will be your friend.
0: Oh, very good. Thanks so much, Suzette. Well, this has been a wonderful, gosh, almost 45 minutes. Um, I've learned That's a fantastic. lot. And it's just been really great to reconnect with you um, and have you just share, you know, all your new Uh, ventures that you're moving forward with and um, get updates on especially things like pioneers that you know I I was I knew about when it was in process and now it's completed and won awards and is really um, helping other organizations through your outreach program so thank you again Suzette and um, and I think that's a wrap We have so enjoyed you being with us. I hope you learned something new, got some inspiration, and you are ready to move forward with your own new season. Remember, we are living life at any age. Take some time to visit the other social media sites. Give us some feedback. Shoot me an email on Facebook. And remember, until then, stay safe and keep on living. Cheers.